MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And if you have any questions about betting the Super Bowl, uh, maybe you're wondering how to hedge, or maybe you're looking for unusual props or insights from one of our hosts, the VSIN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. You can submit your questions at vsin.com slash Super Bowl, and it could be answered by one of our experts on air or on vsin.com. Again, you can bookmark that for the next couple of days, vsin.com slash Super Bowl. We've also had our big game betting guide out now for almost 24 hours, and as always, it is peppered with outstanding um, angles and numbers and knowledge and information, and uh, this is now an annual tradition from Matt Devine, who helps out with Point Spread Weekly, VSIN contributor, also the Super Bowl betting guide now on a yearly basis. Uh, very good dude, and he writes up, he, basically, it's a he takes a walk down memory lane um, and goes over historical numbers with the Super Bowl and points out like trends with props, which is something you don't really may not think about very often. But this is what he does every year. And um, last year, fourteen and four, he won eight point seven five units. The year before that, he was ten and one, took home seven units. And the year before that, he was seven and three, and he won four point four units. So he outlines in our digital magazine here, uh, Point Spread Weekly and the Big Game Betting Guide, again, vcin.com slash Super Bowl to get it. Over the last three years, overall record 31 and 8, 79.5% plus 20.15 units. This is what he does. So he goes to the odds converter. He determines the implied odds of a prop based on the percentage of time the outcome has been correct or incorrect. Then he determines the difference in the listed odds and the implied odds calculated in step number one. If the implied odds are at least 500 points better than the listed odds, that fits his minimum exceptional rating, and he'll fire on it based on, and he'll give you like an overall rating, how strong he thinks the actual prop is. But when he plugs in something that has happened 18 out of the last 20 Super Bowls, 90% of the time, the implied odds are minus $9. And when you can find minus $2, that fits something that he is willing to bet based on, again, trends, historical numbers, how likely something is to happen, etc. So Matt Devine's props with exceptional ratings. And again, he has won more than 20 units the past three Super Bowls. Will the shortest touchdown of the game 
be less than three and a half yards, the way the prop is described. Bet the yes. In the last 20 Super Bowls, the yes has cashed 19 times. That's 95%. Implied odds of minus $19. Actual odds are minus 365. He points out different books where you can find these props at. He found minus 365 at Caesars. He gives that an overall rating of 1535 per his numbers, which is a very high rating and definitely qualifies as a bet. So he's going to be betting shortest touchdown of the game, less than three and a half yards in lane minus 365. Will there be a kickoff return for a touchdown? The last 20 Super Bowls, the yes has hit three times. Implied odds are plus 567. The actual odds are 20 to 1, which he found at DraftKings. So he'll bet the yes on that. Um, although, again, it's only hit three times the last 20 years. That's 15%. You're getting 20% on something that's been, that would be plus 567 based on the last 20 years and how he calculates stuff. Uh, will both teams combine for more than 1,000 net yards? He's betting the no. The last 20 Super Bowls, the no has cashed 19 times. Implied odds, minus $19. He's laying $6, and that's at Caesars. Uh, I know that he's all over this one, as we are as well. Nigel just asked us for our best prop going back the last 10 minutes. I said it's the no touchback on the opening kickoff. The last 20 Super Bowls, the no has cashed 18 times, 90%. Implied odds there of minus $9. He found plus 150. Again, if you go back and look over the years, this is weird. Again, this must be based on kickers performing, but... Bucker was 77% on a touchback last year for the Chiefs. Opening kickoff did not result in a touchback. That was plus 240 or higher last year. The year before, that was plus 120. The year, year before, that was plus 190. Now, as we've seen this year, open up plus 180, down to 160, down to 145. And now, the no touchback is basically minus 110 or even higher at almost every single book. And I'm very curious here as to where this prop will open next year if either McPherson or Gay comes out in the opening kickoff and it's not a touchback. I don't think they open it anywhere near plus money on the no next year. I really don't. Uh, how about this? Will there be more than 11.5 players with a reception? He's betting the yes. The last 20 Super Bowls, the yes has cashed 18 times. Again, minus $9 with the implied odds. He found actual odds minus 130. At Caesars. Now, Frank B., professional sports better, made a great case for the under on the Ram 7.5. If you can find that number, he still liked under 6.5. And and I think it was like even money if you could find that. But Matt is saying that over the last 20 years, 18 times we've had at least 12 players catch a pass, and it's 11.5 over minus 130 at Caesars. Will the team that scores last win the game? He's betting yes. In the last 20 Super Bowls, the yes has cashed 18 times. Again, implied odds of minus $9. He bet minus $2 at William Hill. Last year, it was minus 190. The year before, minus 175. The year before that, minus Mm. 190. I also think we're on a, a nice run with the team that scores first wins the game. I heard I was listening to a couple of podcasts the okay. last couple of days and heard that one as well. All right, um, but this one and I was thinking about. I mentioned this Monday too. This one's very important. Two and a half players to throw with complete. 
there's, there's, it's worded differently. There's attempt and complete a pass. That's a whole different ball game. Oh, no it's doubt. like the two-point prop. Of course. You can find attempt, which is even money, or conversion, which is high as plus 280. But that's like with this prop, will, will three guys throw a pass or will three guys complete a pass? Right. It's night and day. Of course it is. Um, yeah, and that's that's exactly right. To throw a completion. Will there be a missed extra point? He's betting the no. Last 20 Super Bowls, the no has cashed 18 times. And wow. wide odds minus $9. That's surprising. That yeah. many? Yeah. He's betting minus 240 at South Point. And has a high overall rating on that. Will any player have a reception of at least 60 yards betting the no? Last 20 Super Bowls, the no was cashed 18 times, again, 90%. He found minus 325 at William Hill. As we're talking about, like, the last 20 years, historical odds, how often stuff has happened compared to the actual mm-hmm. odds you can find at sports books. Will the first play from sc- uh, scrimmage result in a first down? He's betting the no. Again, it's cashed 18 out of the last 20 Super Bowls. It's minus 330 at William Hill. Uh, and will a touchdown be scored on fourth down? No has happened. 18 in the last 20 Super Bowls. Wow. It's actually minus 360. That's wow. tough to that's tough to pull off and tough to do. I yeah, I'm surprised by that. Mm-hmm. You think it would happen more than that. Now he also has some undefeated props in the last 20 years. How about the longest made field goal more than 54 and a half yards? Noah's cashed all 20 times. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Okay. Will the game be decided by exactly seven points? That's also no. That's 100%. Actual odds minus 750 at William Hill. Will any player have at least 200 receiving yards? Last 20, no's cashed yeah, all the time. Minus $6 here. No one's made a 55-yard field goal? Last 20 years? I Man. Can't, I can't believe that. I would lose a bar bet at that. Yes. I'm also surprised by the, 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 the lack of missed extra points, too, because mm-hmm. I remember the Gostowski. Which was the doink. Right. Uh, will any player have at least 200 receiving yards at actual $6, minus $6 uh, at Circa, actual odds? Will a quarterback have a reception? There Very go. good. Remember, they threw you Philly Philly special, and they also threw one to Brady, which he dropped. Uh, Amendola had him wide open. Last 20 Super Bowls, no cash 19 times. Applied yep. odds, minus 1,900. Actual odds, minus 950 at William Hill. Will there be overtime? Last 20, nose cap. Well, we know it's only happened once. Actual odds, uh, 1 to 10 at William Hill. Yeah, William Hill didn't mess around from the get-go. When they opened these last Thursday, they had safety and overtime at 6 to 1. Oh, yeah. That's what they opened it at Yeah, with the I, yes. I think I noticed safety at uh, 5 to 1 or plus 550 at other spots. God. And you're getting overtime at, uh, well, people have sent me tickets at 12 and 14 to 1 available. Here in Las Vegas, they're like, no, we're not offering that. We're going to oh, give yeah, you much, like. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, 12 and 14 to 1. Right. right. We have the octopus. Players score eight points. The touchdown, a two-point conversion in a single drive. It's not happened. Yeah, that hasn't happened. Actual odds minus 2,600 at Circa. Yeah. And will a team, any team fumble in the opponent's end zone and result in a touchback? That's also perfect. And that's um, actual odds minus 4,200 at Circa. I'd like that one to happen this yeah. week. I bet the yes on that. Yeah. It'll, just to have some fun. Yeah, sure. Not, yeah. yeah, it's what you have to do with some of these. Yeah, Why not? Right, right. That's, that's how I'm approaching with some uh-huh. of the prop bets, for sure. Not taking it too seriously. But, yeah, a lot of the stuff that uh, is offered is never, ever going to happen or rarely ever going to happen, no matter how many times they would play the Super Bowl. But it's cool that they have uh, odds up on it. Anyway, so that's – this, this is like a yearly must-read. 
and it's available right now at vcin.com slash Super Bowl. Great well, job by him. Well, either team missed two or more field goals. Nose cashed 18 of the last 20. It's like plus five, I think plus 550 Is I saw. Okay. Uh, two interceptions. That's also 18 out of 20. That's a big price. I think six to one, the take back on that. 400 passing yards. That's also no, 18 of the last 20. Yeah. yeah. That's four to one, I saw. Kickoff out of bounds. No, 18 of the last 20. That is, that's offered here. Carolina game comes to mind. Yeah. Against uh, New England. Up next, we will get into tonight's NHL and NBA cards. And I'll tell you why we might have some uh, potential resistance to our long shot tickets on Jaron Jackson to win Defensive Player of the Year. That's coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. First Bet wants you to get in on the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code VEGAS1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And you can use the bonus code VEGAS1000. So uh, a little bit of concern for me with mm-hmm. the Defensive Player of the Year and all of our long-shot tickets that we have on Jaron Jackson for Memphis, who was available between 250 and 500 to 1, and I know a lot of us drove that down all the way to 8 to 1 or 6 to 1 where it's at right now. My one concern is this, and it might sound silly, Memphis is too good right now. Mm. They are They're on fire. They are destroying teams. Folks, these games are over with at halftime. Yep. They've been up by... They do have problems with Dallas, which is odd. Oh, I went back and looked. <laughs> that's they, something. They scored fewer than 100 points in all four of their games. Yeah, maybe that's why they, don't, they didn't uh, make a move for people. 
they won't make a move today and didn't try to get Sabonis, and they just say we're good and we're right. we can make some noise in the playoffs. So they had that weird loss in there to Philadelphia with no Embiid, yeah. but they they beat San Antonio by eight, they beat Utah by ten, they beat Washington by twenty, they beat the Knicks on the road by twelve. It was never that close. They beat Orlando by twenty. They could have scored one hundred and fifty. They beat the Clippers by more than twenty. They could have scored one hundred and sixty. These games, and I want—I have not seen a first quarter or a first half number yet tonight in Detroit. I don't care how square e this sounds, but five. if the number's right, I want to bet it because they're like ten for the game. Could be five, you think? Yeah. Uh, they're 12, 15, 20 point. Um, they're winning by that many points every single game here. Now going back, my problem is they're they're taking everybody out of the games, so the minutes now are cut, getting cut down for Jackson because he doesn't have to go out there and play. And I actually think people will look at that. And people, I think the the comeback will be, well, Mitch, what about Gobert and Draymond Green? They're missing games. Okay, that's totally fair. But I think people look at Jaron Jackson and they say, well, he played the other night. He only had one block and one steal, and he played 25 minutes. He only had one block and one steal the night before that. Like, where is this great defense coming from? It's because they're blowing teams out, and they're over with middle of the third quarter, and they sit all their starters. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but that might come back to bite us. Mm. They asked Ja what he thinks of the team. He says drippy. They're the most entertaining team to watch right now in the NBA. They got a lot of confidence and a lot of swagger right now. Yep. You're right about that. And he's as low as 6-1, to one, um, our guy Jackson. The other thing, too, is this going to be the bad news segment. That apparently we missed the boat in the Atlantic division. Before Durant got hurt, the Nets were $7, north of $7 to win the division. Now with the Durant injury and the... Hardened business, the nine-game losing streak, they're plus 350. But the other thing that's happened, and Philly's sitting there at 170, about do you trust the Sixers and what happens today with the deadline? Toronto's been on fire. They're looking for their uh, eighth in a row tonight. And the Celtics are hot. So Toronto and Boston are both 6-1. to one. That's mm-hmm. not crazy. They're one of these teams because uh, maybe it comes back to bite them in, in, uh, in later in the year. But Nurse is treating these games like they're game sevens. Mm. He's he's not playing the bench. He's playing like seven guys. Siakam and these guys have been great. Van Vliet. They have this winning streak going. They're playing great ball. And he's just running these guys into the ground, uh, kind of like what Thibodeau used to do. Where he's like, well, no bench. Here we go. I'm playing these guys. Yep. And you're going to play you know, almost 40 minutes a game. Here we go. Paulie, full disclosure. Uh, yeah, we whiffed on this one because I was concentrating too much on the Northwest I have the Memphis preseason at plus 450 to win that and their win total over. And also the Central with our Bulls and Cavaliers. You know, Cavs at 100 to 1. And I will flat out tell you that I've seen tickets on the Raptors. Our friend Ian in the Midwest in Illinois, he has them 150 to 1 to win their division. To win their division, he has right, 150 right. to 1. They're a game and a half back. I saw the Celtics last week. I believe the number was 20 to 1. And I'm like, oh, I probably missed a, a really good number on the Celtics, so I didn't bet on 20 to one for some stupid reason. They're down to five or six to one today. Playing good ball. They're playing. They've won six straight. Aaron Rennie yep. told us last week that. Yeah. I think it was last Friday. He said the top two teams in in like in current form, power ratings wise, were Atlanta and, and the Celtics, and they're two games back. Brooklyn's three back. They've lost nine straight. So again, when you have a team at the very top of like a division or a conference with a power rating the moon. Like the Nets or like the Bucks in the Central, you can find incredible numbers on long shots. The Raptors were 150. I'm sick. 
just to win their division. That's it. Yeah. Two, three weeks ago, the Nets were $7. I, I can't believe we missed that one. Central Division winner, Bucks 170 at Bet Rivers, Bulls plus 275, Cavs 3 to 1. This is juicy. They all have the same amount of losses. Well, not, now the Bucks, as anticipated, when they got you know most of their guys back, yeah. they were going to come on, and they are. I mean, they're playing. They're, but we'll, we'll find out. Is that tonight? Yeah, they have the Suns tonight. This is it. Yeah, the rematch is tonight. Yeah. Right? And, and, the uh, TNT game. Please tell me, please tell me Nets-Wizards isn't the TNT game. Did they move out of this? Is it Heath-Pelicans? Two games are listed. They're not putting this Nets game on TNT. As I, Beals I, I, out for the year? On my one app, I do have it on TNT. Oh my Who God. knows? They could have shifted. I'm not so sure. Yeah. In any event, yes, this is uh, your, your rematch of the finals coming well, up as the back end of the doubleheader. And the Suns are, uh, I mean, they've been fantastic. The, but the Nets, or excuse me, the, the Bucks. It looks like they may have flexed that game in, by the way. Heat Pelicans. Is, okay. That's also listed TNT, but same tip. By the way, that's another one you can get as at the 1-8. You could get Heat Nets in the 1-8. You could. Yep. How juicy is that? I see the Suns open 2.5 and, and 2.32 uh, against Milwaukee. Yeah, that's tonight. going up. The first number yeah. I saw was 3.5. Right. Well, how about Freak against the Lakers? 17 of 20 shooting and 44 points. My God. They might get Lopez back. Uh, but again, it comes down to motivation, and and they will they will they will sit guys, and give uh, some guys with the load management, and uh, Suns very good at home. I mean, well, everything. The look, just look at the record, and they're they're very huge good favorites. Yeah, they're big favorites now to win the Pacific, at Bet Rivers too. So, well, the, the the best betting advice I can give anybody for the Suns, and I did it the other night against the Sixers, and I'll do it again tonight if it's possible. If this game is close, and by that I mean. Well, the clutch numbers say with what? Within five points late in the game, five minutes, I believe. But if the Suns game, if they happen to be trailing or it's around tied, and the other night when they were tied with the Sixers, it was minus 110 before they took off. This team is so good in the final five minutes when games are tight, and in the fourth quarter in particular, that if they are trailing or it happens to be tied in the fourth quarter, I, for one, will be betting the uh, Suns in play. Yep. Because it's not, I think it was uh, J.J. Redick who said, can we talk about this maybe a little bit more? I could be wrong on who it was. But the Suns, and they, they are like the forgotten team somehow last year. Oh, yeah, they made a fluky run to the finals last year. That's not going to happen again. I don't know why this is, because they were a sexy team when Nash played there and Stoudemire and Sean Marion, and they were national, and people loved them. For some reason, this team is just not getting the attention, and they are awesome, and they take teams out in body wow. bags. This, is, yeah, this will be a long setup and a long question. But what you're, uh, this is a good point, too, mate. I think it was by Windhorse. Look at Chris Paul. This goes back to Harden. Hey, I want Chris Paul. Oh, it doesn't work out. Get, get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Guess where? He went, to, he went to OKC. Remember that? Of course. They were one of and the they, best stories in the yeah, league. Yeah, and they made the playoffs. That's a, acting like a professional, right? Oh, I'm not happy about it, but I'll go to OKC. And now he comes in. He goes to Phoenix, and it works out there, too. And then they bring, in Houston, they bring Westbrook into Houston. Harden wasn't happy with that. Uh, get me out of here, right? And now he goes with Kyrie and Durant, and now he's not happy there. And all of a sudden, well, I'm not playing hamstring, sprained hand, all this other business, and according to reports, he wants out. I mean, the guy is never happy, so you still have to worry about this. And I know the Maury relationship and that angle, too. But there's, there's a lot to, di- to dissect about this deal today if it happens, and there could be buyer's remorse on both well, sides. I'll tell you what. Uh, in another life, I would like give anything to be an NBA GM, because I would be one person who would absolutely not panic, and I would never, ever 
like offer some of these fringe guys the contracts that we've seen over the years. And if it came down right now to look, either you're going to get James Harden, but you have to give him fifty million dollars a year, or you're going to pass and look somewhere else. That's an easy decision to me. You can't do it. It's you can't okay. Do it. He wants fifty million. I don't. It's a snap call, Paul. It's all. It's all right there. It's all staring you right in the face. He's having his worst season in ten years. He's missing games. He's a head case. The production's going down. And the con- it's going to be one of the biggest contracts in NBA history. Yeah. He's going to want fifty-five million a year. Yeah. It's easy for me to say this now, like the John Wall contract. Yeah. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. Whoever thought once that that would be a good idea to give him that much money, and now he's got, you know, he's hurt, whatever, and he's drifted away. So it's easy to say, like I said, but well, at the at the at, at the moment. It's so easy to spot these deals that are just like, what are you thinking? What is wrong with you? Come on. Yep. You can't give that player X that much money. Yep. I never blame the player. I always blame the organization and the no. GM. They did make, the trade to make was maybe to get Beal, but now he's out for the year. But this is, this is just how, I mean, he said no to all these deals that were on the table and even the Sacramento package, speaking of Maury, and now who's to say – this won't be a great fit in terms of what Harden likes and how it works out for Harden. And he won't, for the third time in three years, would quit on an organization. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a risk you're going to take, too, if you trade for the guy and you're stuck with that Albatross contract. Mm-hmm. Then you can move him. Fascinating so, today. So we will dive down the NBA a little bit more here because it is deadline day. It's a huge day in this sport, no question. And how numbers could be shifting on, on future boards across the country to win the title and to win conferences. And uh, I'll tell you this, I mean, ESPN, they have two of the best, but they are butting heads on this Harden and uh, Simmons deal. We'll give you the details on that coming up next. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Play a dog to films. Tatum versus dog, 50-yard fetch for free for a shot to win a share of $10,000. On February 14th, catch cash with Channing. Uh, boy, that, you got to be kidding me with that. Catch cash with Channing Tatum when you make your predictions in this free-to-play pool, and they'll be donating an additional 10k to Tech for Heroes. Head to DraftKings.com/dogtofilm now to join the action. DraftKings.com for details. She sells seashells yeah, on, on the seashore. Catch cash, Channing. Oh, that was tough. Too early for that. Not expecting that one. Uh, okay, so yesterday, Brian Windhorst and Adrian Wojnarowski, I think both guys are exceptional at what they do covering the NBA. And Woj is, I think, maybe the best I've ever seen at breaking news in any sport. They were uh, kind of clashing because uh, Wendy was on early in the morning on ESPN, and he said, uh, the, the phrase was, we're in the deal zone. And he said something, yeah. he felt like something will absolutely happen. He's also being interviewed. And he cuts the guy off and goes, oh, it's getting close. He wants out. Harden wants out. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Okay. Then Woj came on later on in the morning, and he said, like, nothing's happening. He said, things can change, but you have to, like, follow where this news is leading you. And he goes, right now, nothing is happening. Like, they're not even, they're not even talking about it. No, I got to go against Woj. The first time I have to go against Woj. You're going to distrust him? Yeah. You're going to go? Too much smoke. Too much smoke. Um, I mean, uh, this this Iron Man, all of a sudden, the guy's missing games. I agree with Windhorse that he wants out. Now, maybe the voice of reason here is Durant saying, hey, let's just stay calm. I'm coming back after the break. 
and we're still the favorites to win it all, even though we've lost nine in a row. But there's just too many, like the Jordan Schultz stuff, there's just too much back and forth with rumors about they, and, and, and Windhorse keeps saying back channels about, you know, they're asking for this and they're asking for that, and uh, Marks rebuffed Maury a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I think there are two different stories here. I think Harden, at this point, wants out. He's showing it to, I, showing it to you. That performance against Sacramento was a yeah, disgrace. Yeah, but I, I also don't think a deal is going to get done. Both things could absolutely be true. This is from uh, Vison's very own Michael Lombardi 45 minutes ago. Michael tweeted out that he has a very strong, he lives in that area, a huge Sixers guy. He has a very strong feeling nothing's going to happen today. All talk, all posturing from both sides. I tend to believe that. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, if they're going to, if they're asking for that much, they want Thibault uh, and Maxi and maybe a pick. Okay. And also Jordan Schultz threw out uh, Seth Curry or a mix and match of those players along with, come on, we're getting nuts at that point. That's they're they're going to have to, the Sixers, Maury would have to get drug tested on the spot. You're going to gut your entire roster to bring in James Harden. Yeah. Why, why would that work? And Maury's counter can be, hey, he's going to sign with us in the summer anyways. Yeah. So I'm not going to give up anything. This could be like a Ricky Rubio deal. He gets dealt yeah. to the Pacers, can't even play. Uh-huh. He's a free agent. I'm going to go back to the Cavaliers. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he can sabotage and torpedo the next season. Maybe Durant comes back and it's everything's uh, ice cream and teddy bears and it's fine. So, But it's a, it's a wild story. about Because mm-hmm. do you trade for Harden only he wants the max and the bad year that he's had? And you have to pay him $50 million. Then once you give him that deal, which will be like Westbrook, which the Lakers are going on, uh, going through right now. The contract's so bad, the production's so bad, they can't do anything with them. The production and the, con- the, the the production won't be as bad coming up with Harden, but in a couple years, two, three years, when you, yeah. the guy's making $50 million, you're stuck. There's nothing you can do. So, Paulie, as for tonight's card, as we were talking about the Grizzlies and how they're too good right now, and I have some concerns about Jaron Jackson, where his minutes are going to get like 25, 28 a game because they're bl- blowing teams out. That game, in a span of about three or four minutes, when we talked about it, went to a break, and that right now moved from Memphis 10, 10 and a half, all the way to 12 now. So they're 12-point favorites tonight against the Pistons. I'm not going to be surprised if the, uh, this continues to go up. The they Pistons, might trade Grant. I, I wouldn't want him. I mean, that's a guy who just wants his shots and numbers. Yeah, yeah. But that's, uh, you might right. be sitting guys here, but uh, see what happens. Uh, and maybe guys are traded. Who knows? Pistons um, just lost by, what, 30 to the Mavs the other night. And as we documented, the Grizzlies are just stomping on teams here. Yep. yep. I'm intrigued by the Miami-New Orleans game. So here's the perfect storm where you have uh, the front offices on the hot seat and trying to keep their job. So the Pelicans made this McCollum deal to, in trying to do whatever they can to get in the playing round so they can keep their jobs. And that's what they did here. Uh, and they're, they're going to have issues defensively. I'll tell you the other thing. Not for nothing. You know who's loving this Ben Simmons stuff? Is, is Zion going to play this year? No. no one's talking about this. What a, This guy has played 60, what, 60 games in his career? I think that's the number? 60, uh-huh. 70 games? Guy going to miss the whole season? Foot injury? Well, he, yeah, I haven't heard a peep from him. No, I know. Here's the deal, though. And this is uh, V-Sin's very own Jonathan Von Tobel, right? He brought this up after they made the trade and brought in McCollum. He said, shop around to see if you can find Pelicans to make the playoffs. Get in the play-in spot. Well, they'll get, they should get that. Right. right. Yeah. They're and playing then, well. At, right. at a huge number. And the right. thought is maybe they'll get Zion back at some point. And when they're fully healthy at that point, they could you know be a, be a little right. dangerous. Who knows? Well, he, they've won four in a row. They're a game under 500 with Ingram. They're 10 games under 500 without Ingram. 
And don't forget, they started the season 1-12. and That's correct. So it's been a funky year for the Pelicans that they are the 10 seed, but they're 22-32. and 32. Who knows about the Zion business, and I also think they're going to hold off Sacramento, San Antonio, and Portland and, and get in the play-in round. How do they do? We'll see. Yep. But that's interesting that Von Tobel uh, mentioned that. And then Miami's just been playing lights out, playing great ball here, and when they're healthy, they're, they're going to be a force. And who just might be your one seed, two in the They're East. lane four and a half. Yeah. Total in that game is 217. By the way, the Suns now ticked up even higher. They're four against the Bucks. Right. And, and the, the total there is 232 yeah. and a half. Warriors only open eight and a half against uh, the Knicks at home. Not, there's nothing to like with the Knicks right now. I mean, Tibbs, there's a, there's a issues with the higher-ups and with Tibbs about play these guys, play the young guys, and you know what Tibbs is all about. And then the, the Randall possessions and how bad he's been. Yep. Turning down wide-open looks. Uh Maybe they make a trade today. I, I don't know, but it's just, I think with this long road trip, I think the Warriors can name their score tonight, too. Year two is getting ugly, and the Warriors, after getting pounded last night by the Jazz, now come back home here, and obviously uh, will look to bounce back and play a much better game in that game. Look at that now, all the way up to 10. Some trends in the NBA that you can get in uh, points spread weekly. Underdogs in this Brooklyn-Washington series are 8-1 and one ATS. The Wizards are favored by 2.5 right now. Clippers are 6-1 and one ATS, last seven at Dallas. Uh, Miami and the Suns. Milwaukee has won the last four ATS in Phoenix, and Miami's 11-2 ATS, last 13 against the Pelicans. So you have that. And uh, Toronto and Houston, Toronto's late in 7.5. Underdogs are actually 9-2 ATS. But, again, trends in the NBA. This, this sport changes, like, every single day. And with the deadline, you know, it's careful here. I just I wanted to bet that Memphis first quarter and first half angle again tonight, but that number is going to be by the time that's on the board tonight, they're probably going to be laying eight and a half for the first half. Mm-hmm. Maybe the same trade happens, but it's in the, it's in the summer. I doubt it. Uh, that's the risk you're running too if you're the Nets. Well, I don't want to trade for Simmons now. I want to get him with a training camp, and you might not get that opportunity. Yep. Because again, if they move the Harris contract, if OKC takes it, then they have the cap space and the money to just outright sign Harden. And then there is no trade. And I don't know what they do, with, well, where they move Simmons. But yep. I think we all know Simmons will never play a Philly again. Have some uh, huge games on ice tonight as well. By the way, that angle with the Devils, they came back and got one in the first 10 after their 16-game yeah. streak was snapped. So that's now 17 out of the last 18. It opened up a buck 65 that I saw today. Goal in the first 10 against the Blues. But we have two heavyweight matchups going on tonight. Lightning... Ooh. At the Avalanche and Maple Leafs at the Flames and Calgary. This is a back-to-back. How about what they did to the Golden Knights last night? Incredible. Another shutout for Markstrom. I think he has now eight on the season. He's running away in that category, and they blanked the Golden Knights six zip. Yep. Keep an eye on Calgary. They've won four in a row, and they have five in hand on Vegas, playing good hockey. And so is Toronto. Toronto's won six in a row. We mm-hmm. know what's going to happen in playoff time, but right now uh, Toronto's on fire. And then you have the heavyweights going at it at night. Tampa, 66 points. Colorado, 68 points. And Colorado, 32-8-4 on the season. And they're 9-0-1 in their last 10. And they have Again, they haven't lost at home in regulation till, since October 26th. Yeah, that's that total, ridiculous. The total is 6.5 in that game. It has to be 6.5. There's no way you could slap a yeah. 6 down between these two teams tonight. Yeah, and I do and, think there'll be a goal early in the Devils game. Well, yeah. you, want, you want to call your spot tonight? Yeah, yeah. That didn't work out the way. We had a tough Seven, one. 7 That's sounds okay. Co-sign on that okay. one. Yep, right. that's good. Uh, you don't have a lot. Montreal, Montreal's lost seven in a row, too. 
Well, they I mean, are. I just, I mean, I would look at Capitals to win in regulation. This Montreal outfit. Now they fire the coach. I mean, it's just, oh, they're bad. Yeah. Let me see if I get that. Um, How low is it? In regulation? Yeah. Uh, you can bet the Capitals. Well, no, I'm not going to get into, like, betting the, the exact score in regulation. That's nonsense. Um, I don't know. I don't see it in regulation as of right now. It's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Email is ftm at vcin.com. FTM for follow the money. Up next, we will go over some of the sounds of the week here on VEASAN, uh, using the point spread as motivation during the week. And Ed Orgeron was on the show yesterday. That's like an A-plus appearance out of him with all of his sound bites. When did he know Joe Burrow was special? Coming up here on Follow the Money. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. First Bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vsun.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. All right, here's your update. Your Woj bomb. Harden wants to go to Philly. He's resisted making that request out of fear of the public backlash that could come with asking out of a second franchise in consecutive seasons. More from Woj. Harden's hopeful Maury secures a trade for him today, but Maury and Marks have yet to become engaged in serious dialogue. There's an expectation sides will talk today, and the possibility of a deal remains. Both teams are left measuring the risk-reward of a Harden deal now. Well, he hasn't gone to Nets and say, get me out of here, but he, he has with his plate. And this this the Bill Simmons tweet's good too. About again, this I have a sprained hand and I'm missing a couple games. 
The people at ESPN went back in their database to 2008. Only two players have missed a game because of that. Uh, the Simmons tweet, Harden missed 43 games total from 2009 to 2020. He was one of the three most durable perimeter players this century, along with Pierce and LeBron. Now he's skipping games like they're 8 a.m. calculus classes, but everything's fine. Okay. Yeah. Ah, the hamstring's tight. Ah, I got a sprained hand. Oh, and the game he did play, Sacramento, he had what? Two of 11 shooting? They played zero defense, which was, it was embarrassing, the clips that were out there about the lack of defense. And then they, they got beat by Sacramento, and they've lost nine in a row. I would also be very concerned if you're Philly, because if this is now like a thing for him, which it would be, who's to say if things go sour next year or in 18 months, he's not going to want out of Philly? So you want to give up a bunch of guys at the deadline here? Yeah, but then there's nothing you can do. Yeah, you're right. If you make that trade and then you sign him to the Supermax, huh? you're stuck with him. You can't look at Westbrook. You can't trade him then. No, no, if that, gonna, and, and that's, and that's yeah. the risk that I'm talking well, yeah, about yeah, here. No, you're exactly right. Because <clears throat> then it would be three straight years or three straight organizations that I, I, I'm going to quit on you. Mm-hmm. And if you can't trade him, the, the salary's out of control. You want to bring that guy in? Okay. I think the numbers he wants for, what is it? Four for two fifty or something. This is just so it's, so it's so perfect for the NBA. Harden quitting on another team wants out every single year now, and Ben Simmons, nah, I can't handle it. I, I'm not going to even. I will drive an hour out of my way to go practice on my own and train with my own guy. I can't. I can't go back to Philly as a 25 year old. Now, too scared to dunk. Too scared to shoot. I don't want the I, it's hot potato with me. Yeah, it's self-inflicted. It's just it's this, this is classic NBA. Yeah. This is NBA personified. What's going on? It's perfect for each other. They should be dealt for each other. He and makes, then they, yeah. he makes twenty million a year and won't show up. Hmm? Built that new house, has that huge, got that huge deal, and yeah. uh, I'm not I'm not playing in Philly. This is something. I mean, how would we get here, right? James Harden's going to make fifty million dollars a year. Oh my God, oh. that'd be a huge mistake. But again, like. What did Chris Middleton get? Well, that's yeah, right. One hundred seventy-eight million dollars. What, what, Wall's making forty, isn't he? Yeah, I think that escalates up to like forty-seven, forty-eight million dollars a year. Westbrook, Wall. I mean, I know. Mm. God. All right. Some of the sounds of the week here on VCN. This show we had on uh, Eddie Orgeron yesterday. Outstanding. I mean, that's. I know, Paul, you would have given him like a C minus, but I, I lean closer <laughs> to an A plus. He was so good. Uh, and you know, one of the, the talking points here about Joe Burrow is the kids never rattled. He's always so cool. And we asked him uh, why Burrow handles pressure so well. He's got it, man. He wants it. he wants the big stage. Bring it. You ain't gonna rattle him. You ain't gonna get to him. I, I couldn't get to him. I couldn't get to him as a recruiter. Come on. I, I mean, he he just, he, just, he has a, he has a plan. His mind is set, but his intelligence factor, his work ethic, and his confidence enables him to do that. Now. When you see how blindsided, they blindsided him, and he was laying on laying on the ground. I was calling for the second team quarterback. I called timeout, and I'm calling for a targeted penalty. And I, and he hears me say, "Get Miles Brennan ready." <laughs> he says, "F that." <laughs> <laughs> and we are now fourteen nothing. You see, I was kicking out, but the early morning game, we now fourteen nothing. We went ahead and scored the next three series. That lay that made that made the team and everybody know what Joe Burrow's made of. 
Great answer. It is. I remember the game, too. Oh, I remember watching it like it was yesterday. They thought they knocked him out of the game. It was a, a dangerous hit. It was a, it was oh, a, yes, an it illegal was. hit. And they were talking trash. UCF, they're running their mouths. Oh, they were dancing all over they LSU were. at the time. Yeah. He threw a pick six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was 14 to nothing. And then he just went up and down the field the rest of the game. And he wasn't, it wasn't Joe. We didn't know Joe Burrow then. No. It was, he would, then he no. just became a. He opened 200 to one the next year to win the yeah, Heisman. There you go. And uh, certainly all those weapons that he had helped, but it was might have been the best offense we've ever seen that team. Oh, it was. By the way, how, again, going back to the Popeye's answer, why he likes Popeye so much, two red, red beans and rice, six biscuits, eight pieces of chicken. How about him just nonchalantly saying, oh, when I make that drive from New Orleans to Baton Rouge, <laughs> he opens up the window, throws the bones out the window. How about that? <laughs> bones and biscuits out the window, man. That's what I tweeted. That's what I quote tweeted. Oh, yeah, it's... <laughs> There's the Popeye's order. <laughs> and that's just typical humans where it's like, you oh, know, you think you shoot the breeze with a guest before we go live on air. And it's, what do you order? I'm sure you like Popeye's. What's your order? Oh, yeah. That's humans intro question. Also, that that's, <laughs> and it that was, order it was, right there is oh. humans. On a, that's to him today at, at 2 o'clock for yeah. his, like, his fourth trip yeah. to fast food I, restaurants I, I, I got to try the land, air, and sea. And I also got to, that's a serious order. One man putting that down? Oh, there's no way I could even come Two close to finishing that. Beans? Come on, are you kidding me? It's bones and biscuits, <laughs> biscuits out, out the window, window. man. Yeah, just chucking it. Oh, that's uh, scary. Yeah, yeah, picking those bones up on the side of the road. But that's, yeah. God, it's, you can put that whole thing down? They got good mac and cheese. Their guy. biscuits are the truth. Yeah. I also, oh, their biscuits are awesome. I, I, also I don't love, like their chicken. I love their Popeye, chicken sandwich. I don't like their chicken. Okay. I love their chicken sandwich. So we it's all, better than Chick-fil-A. I loved his answer, too, when I said, when you go to a restaurant and you sit down, what's your heat level? One to ten. And he goes, how do I? I got to get. You think I'm a ten? <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm closer to a seven or an eight. But you think, you know, I run a little hot. I'm a ten. <laughs> but I'm not. I got that hot burn that kicks in, you know. <laughs> I think I'm missing something there. I'm not exactly. I don't have my Eddie O dialed in today. Boy, is he, is he set up the rest of his life? That's it. Oh, he's getting paid, what, $17, oh, I know. million to walk to away. Yeah. yeah, I'm not even going to coach in the bowl game. That's it. Bleep you, pay me. That's it. This is uh, professional <laughs> sports better Frank B. was on the show yesterday, shared some of his strategy for betting Super Bowl props. Try and focus on the two-way props more so than these chart things. And this should apply to betting all year, all year long. But, uh, you know, if you find yourself with a pile of these long shot uh, props, you know, what are you trying to do? You're trying, to, you're trying just to catch good. And... Um, for lack of a better way, getting lucky is not a strategy, you know, so you really want to, <laughs> <laughs> you really want to focus. I mean, because I mean, seriously, if you got to, that's all you have is a bunch of these long shots, you know, a broken clocks right twice a day, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to hit some and you're going to, and then at the, in the end, after the game's over in the postmortem, we're going to go, wow, look, this guy hit this, this guy hit that. Well, you know, it's a function of how many he bet and really how much thought was put into it. Yep. So, you know, I like to focus on the two way props. And uh, so that, 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 that's what I'm going to be uh, talking about right here. Yeah, he's great. That, that may have been an indirect all. shot at me because I did make a case where I'm taking some. But again, these are not I'm not taking, you know, I'm not plunking down my bankroll on some of these huge props. I just, getting you know, lucky, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Getting lucky isn't a strategy. Yeah. They're offering. Uh, awesome. One book has. Will a kick be blocked and return for a touchdown? Hundred to one. Now you're getting extremely lucky for that to happen. But the public will come in and put five bucks on that, ten bucks to that, and if it happens, then you know, I mean, they're betting a little to win for them a lot. 
And uh, one more. This is pretty good. Weddle comes out of retirement. He's actually played well now in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so he talks about possibly guarding T. Higgins, and yet Higgins was on his fantasy team this year. Fun fact, you know, so with Higgins, uh, I was going to tell him this at some point, you know, maybe on Sunday I'll, I'll tell him, but, uh, you know, I played fantasy football for the first time, and he was one of my receivers that I drafted. And so I watched a lot of him all season just because he was on my team, and now I'm uh, going to go stop him in the Super Bowl. So it's, it's crazy how the world works. What do you have for a final score in the game? It is good. I, I, I don't know. Rams by by two scores, but I, I don't know high scoring, low scoring. Uh, the only the, the thing I'm most confident Rams by two scores. Mixon doesn't get anything going on the ground, and then you could I nothing else. I mean, other than a Bengal blowout, nothing else would surprise okay. me. Okay, are you going to be betting Rams alternate numbers yeah. or just Rams? Oh, you are okay. Yeah, I, I think they can get to Burrow. I think I think they can the the pass rush with with. Forced to throw, no time to throw, shaky offensive line, can't get Mixon going, yep. and then uh, Stafford could have a big game with Beckham and, and, and uh, a Cup. Got more Super Bowl next. Former Bengals offensive coordinator and Commanders coach Jay Gruden on the program. Does this shape up as a Jamar Chase game even more than usual because Jalen Ramsey might be better off covering the aforementioned T. Higgins? MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.